Life is a confusing little place and it can seem overwhelming at times. But I feel that if we just stopped every now and then, we might be able to figure a few things out. Hello and welcome to The Maximum Project. Welcome to The Maximum Project. Oh, hello there. Welcome to The Maximum Project. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Maximum Project. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if you have been around for the last few episodes and you're still here, I'm grateful for you taking the time to listen to my ramblings about how to get on with life and make the most of our little slice of time, uh, our blink, so to speak, on this planet. You know, with everything happening right now, specifically with the quarantine, a lot of us are spending a lot more time indoors and more worryingly, probably with ourselves. Let's take a moment to think about how you feel about the idea of being by yourself in a room and not really being distracted, not watching something, not reading something, not talking to someone, but just you with a thought. And now take a second to think about why you feel the way you do. If you're anything like how I am sometimes or how I used to be or how I know a lot of people are, that thought is a bit worrying. It's not something we would seek out. It's not a comforting thought for many of us to spend our time in silence, to spend our time thinking or just observing our physical sensations, the thoughts that go through our mind, the state of our life, we always have to keep moving, always keep doing things. And that's indicative of how stimulated our mind tends to be. Our perception of that can be distress or preoccupation or trauma or just daydreaming based on your disposition. But the fact is it's quite hard to have a still mind. So one of the things I used to think about quite a lot is why do I never feel the intense pain of a breakup, a lost job, or any other such incident outside of those circumstances? Never do I feel those things. And I tried unpacking that for a while. I tried thinking about why I cannot feel that intensity of pain unless there is a certain amount of trauma. And I spent a fair amount of time working on my body, working on my mind, just to bring it back to an even keel. And one of the concepts that is fundamental to strength training specifically is the idea of progressive resistance, where you start slow and you gradually build up your resistance as the weight you're lifting starts to get easier and easier. If you notice with introspection, with reflection, with pain, that isn't really what we do. And my theory, and quite a popular one of that, I did not come up with it, I've been fortunate enough to stumble on it, is that the reason these events of loss hurt us so much, these events of self-reflection are so terrifying, is because we don't spend much time doing them on a daily basis. And that 
usually means that when these things happen, we are forced to look inward. And that creates almost a shock-like effect for us, which is trauma. However, I've found that if you can pack in little pockets of this kind of thinking, of this kind of reflection, think of it as controlled trauma in a safe environment on a daily basis, then when that incident actually comes around, you can be a lot more resilient than you think you are. So here's the thought. If you haven't heard of Viktor Frankl and Man's Search for Meaning, please look him up. It was a transformative book for me, and I would hedge a bet that it might be for you as well. There's enough material on him online, but one thing that stuck with me that he said was, imagine you die right now with all the regrets you have, all your dreams, all your fears, all your hopes, the same list of loved ones, and you die. Now imagine that your next moment, your next hour, the next time you wake up is your second chance. And you come back. And you didn't know until you came back that you had that chance. Would you do things exactly how you do them right now? Or do you think you might be more open? Do you think you might be more giving? Maybe even more selfish? It could be anything that you want to do, really. Because here's the deal, tomorrow is not promised to any one of us. And it could get taken away, assuming we were ever entitled to it, in a flash like that. You don't have to rely on the fact that you're going to have a long life. Obviously, we prepare to have one, but we can't take that for granted. And I found for myself, reflecting on my mortality every single day, Memento mori, as the saying goes, remember you must die, is actually a fundamentally positive experience. We could lift weights for the body and the muscle, put it under some amount of stress, and maybe we could do that for our mind as well. Reflect on our mortality, reflect on the fact that we might lose, we will lose our loved ones one day, or they will lose us. One of those things is inevitable. And instead of being filled with the dread and distracting ourselves from the dread, to sit with it, to let it flow through us, to feel that anxiety of loss, and then to realize that the only way to combat that feeling is not to cling on to something so it never, ever goes away, but to know that it will go away. And to know that this little passage of time that we have for ourselves with other people isn't going to come back and to give and to experience and explore to not shy away from confrontation to not shy away from conflict to go after that little hobby we have i'm trying a bunch of things right now a lot of which i quite frankly suck at but i'm grateful for the experience i'm grateful to have the ability to at least even try these things. You know when we think of the fact that we can't decide what we want to do with our time or with our lives or our careers? Sometimes we say it's so frustrating, I can't choose what I want to do. Have you ever thought that the ability to even consider that choice is a special ability? We take the simplest things, our sanity, our mobility, our coherence, for granted. 
And for some reason, we're only distressed when these things are taken away from us, but not delighted that they are around. But here's what I have to say to you. And I'm hoping it is the most assuring thing you will hear. Things can get worse. Things almost certainly will get worse. What you have right now, however, is what you have. And it might just be in our best interest to live out this life in the fullest way possible. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go bungee jumping because you've been putting it off. It just means you have to be open to the idea of wanting what you want, open to the idea of the fact that pain might visit you every now and then. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And training for the idea of pain, just a little bit, reflecting on these things, reflecting on loss, for me, it has helped make me a kinder person. For a long time, throughout my 20s for that matter, I thought I was unbreakable, invincible, immortal. And as you might have figured out already, I, I kind of know that that's not the case. That really isn't. Things can change very quickly. Relationships can end. My life could end. The faculties and facilities I have today, financial, social, cognitive, they could not support me at some point. They might not be around all the time. So take a second and think about the fact that if you were to go today, the next half hour, what are two or three things you wish you would have done? And think about whether it's something you really want to do, whether it's something you can take a little step towards, and also, what is the discomfort that you are avoiding by not doing it? You know, so many times being ourselves is a frustrating place to be. But then change is equally terrifying because it requires a departure from the familiar. And the reality is that what is comfortable might not always be conducive to progress. And that's why I think, and here's a bit of t-shirt wisdom for you, the fact that the pain of regret is much more severe than the pain of discipline. And I have a little riff on that, is that we can't really choose whether or not we learn, but we can choose how we learn to a certain extent. And that choice for me is between the trauma of discipline or the discipline of trauma. The way I process my experience is there is distress, there is training for distress, and the delight is incidental. I will strive to create this delight wherever I can, but I'm not going to judge my life based purely on how delighted I feel. I don't think that's a worthy goal. I don't think hedonism is going to do anything for us besides create a significant amount of trauma because that is coming for all of us at some point. And I feel like if you want to keep the highs high and the lows slightly less damaging, it would help to inculcate a bit, a hint of pain. Controlled, obviously, measured but conscious. So let's think about that, shall we? 
give yourself a little time to think about how grateful you are to have this experience of being an organic expression of genetic material and having a chance to see what the world has to offer. Take that time, think about your actions, stay inspired and continue to find ways to get maximum. Enjoy your day. Thank you.